Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast, the first ever four-man panel. The first, kingdom. Four horsemen, <laughs> the baby. First time I'm not wearing a, a hoodie. It's a little yeah. hot here, so we all show, know you're show, my, show my arms a little bit. We all know oh, you're no. Heyman. No. <laughs> but I am here once again with Aaron Lloyd, with Joe Rodermill. Matt Madness, baby, double M. returning to the show... Ek to fly, Eric Trembicki. Boy, has this show sucked without me. <laughs> Before we get too deep, do you have tickets for those guns that you're flaring off without the without the hoodie, or is that just? I don't. <laughs> you guys are registered. I do, I haven't registered. Don't yet. register hopefully, weapons. Hopefully, the authorities, no pun intended, don't don't find out. Well played. Yeah, thank you. Well played. Um, before we get started in wrestling, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I would like to give a congratulations to Misha Tate on finally winning the UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship. She deserved it. Congratulations. Choke out. Yes. Um, biggest story in wrestling currently? Triple H and Ambrose, can we agree? Agreed. Uh, Ambrose is kind of the focal point of the show right now. Everything's kind of about him. Going for the world title on Saturday at Roadblock. He's been getting a ton of promo time lately. Again, and then he's, you know, building up this feud against Triple H. How do you feel about where Ambrose is at the moment? Well, this was Ambrose's best promo ever, in my opinion. Because he's come out and said himself that he hates every promo he's cut. This is probably, like, the longest time next year had to cut a promo. And Triple H has this idea of... He doesn't take Dean Ambrose seriously, just like you feel Roman Reigns is. You always you come out here every week saying Roman Reigns doesn't take Dean Ambrose seriously. Neither is Triple H. So Dean Ambrose constantly said he's going to take out Triple H and win the world, be the world champion. And he's going to be on Oprah, which I can't wait to see. Yeah. <laughs> so I stopped signing this Sunday. I think that Dean Ambrose. Stop I stopped sign caution tape. Whatever, they, whatever. Roblox. That's what it's called. Whatever That'd it's be called. Correct. Whatever it's called. Ambrose is saying he's going to take Triple H out and be the world champion. I think it was a smart booking idea. Not ha- Roman was scheduled for this, for this Raw, but he wasn't on. So I think that was a great booking idea. Roman Reigns still a wrestler? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, the guy with the kayfabe nose. The guy oh, in the guy. main event at WrestleMania. Yeah, that guy. Show. That guy. I'll get to that. Selling later. the injury. Selling the injury. I'll get to that later in a second. But I overall, overall thought this was a great promo by Dean Ambrose. Joe? Yeah, it was definitely a good promo. I mean, I thought Triple H came out and answered him, though, too. He said, you know, you don't. Learn from your mistakes, you're doomed to repeat them. That's all you need to be said. Yeah. Overall, I think good booking. Uh, Ambrose, whether it's a promo in the middle of the show, end of the show, lost in the shuffle, uh, he's good on the mic. Uh, you know, I said it on episode number one. He's one of the main new guys I'm a fan mm-hmm. of. And, uh, you do. He's entertaining. You're, he is. You're good on the ice. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> A couple of my takeaways from what they're doing with Ambrose right now. He actually said on Raw, Triple H, you will respect me when I'm the face of your company. Which goes to the point I've been making. I think they're trying to sell it as he's forgotten. He's the afterthought. It's all about Roman and all these guys are above him. He's saying, you're going to respect me now. I'm going to win your title. I'm going to be the face of your company. 
And he said that in a matter that was in year two. He said, oh, I'm going to come in. I'm going to wear that suit. I'm going to wear that. I'm going to wear that belt. <laughs> yeah, I'm going nah, to look good that. in a suit, but I'm not going to wear a suit. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to wear I'm going to win the title. Well, it's funny because, you know, last week uh, while I wasn't here, you guys made the, the comparison, the, the classic comparison of Ambrose being the Stone P- Cold Light. Stone Cold, the PG <laughs> Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. Well, it's funny, you know. Him making that comment, I was thinking back to the late 90s when Austin came out there in a suit and had the, you know, attitude error title over his shoulder. And he was, you know, just, um, I'm going to be the corporate guy now. And then all of a sudden he rips it off. And it's yeah, so history has proven he was not the corporate guy. March 2016, by the way. Yes. March 2016. Um, Ambrose, also, some things I liked was he keeps talking about how I'm about to screw everything up. Um, making the making you believe anything can happen. I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench into your plans, and I'm hijacking WrestleMania. I I don't know if he's going to win. Probably not. I can't imagine they do that at this point. But he's he's starting to make you believe that it could happen. Well, the thing with the the thing with the the main top two storylines, they're both straight shoots. The whole WrestleMania main of the main event scene is kind of in Dean Ambrose's hands, and I know they won't do this because this just this makes sense. Roman <laughs> hasn't been on TV in two weeks, right? Triple H, he may beat Ambrose, but you know Roman probably come out after. But if you want to get Roman over, then have Roman do something cool. How many times has the top face done something cool to get a reaction? For example, I always say it's 2000 all over again this year. So what you can favorite do... Favorite phrase. That's my favorite <laughs> phrase so far. So what you can do is you can have Triple H and Ambrose in the match and Roman Reigns come out during the match. Well, let me rewind that. Early in the night, let's say Triple H says Roman Reigns is banned from the arena. Because in this, in this Roman Reigns-Triple H match, Triple H is so-called the face and the heel from the fans' perspective, and, but the, in this Ambrose situation, Ambrose is the baby face and Triple H is the heel. So if you want to so-called get some some positive reaction for Reigns, have Triple H say Reigns is banned from the arena. Have Reigns come in and cost Triple H a title at caution tape, speed bump, whatever, whatever <laughs> it's called on Saturday. Have Reigns cost him the title, and then... It's called slow down. Yeah, yeah, slow there you go, there you go. <laughs> cross guard, whatever you want to call it. The have, crossing guard. Cr- the crossing guard, whatever you want to call it. Have him cost Triple H the title, and then, like in 2000, when Jericho beat Triple H for the title, the, re- the decision was reversed. Have, the deci- have Ambrose win at Roadblock, and then have the decision reversed on Raw, because Roman can actually do something cool and actually get a positive response out of the fans, because that's something that he could actually do. Here's my question, uh-huh. and this is what I'm thinking about the whole thing. Right. I don't know how you guys think about this, but what if we're setting up because Romans is not over with the crowd. Mm, Ambrose, he's not. The, <laughs> well, Roman Reigns, he's not. not, not well, 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 he's not the. He's not the, the fan favorite. Dean we, Ambrose is over. Not we, arguable. Yeah, on a positive crowd reaction right. perspective. Are we possibly setting up Roman Reigns being the heel and Dean Ambrose being the face? That's what I've been a long a proponent of. I don't think they're gonna. I mean, one. I, I think that, like you said, it's logical. It makes sense. Yeah, but they want to do that because that makes sense. Can I dive into a fan question? You can. All right, well, if we're on the topic, uh, Josh from Philadelphia, Josh Iguana from Philadelphia. Josh, I'm probably butchering your last name. (laughs) Damn him, Josh, he does it to all of us. Double M, double M. What are the chances that Dean wins on Saturday and the main event for Manny becomes a four-way? So I'll start with you and go around. 
What do you think, Pash? What do you think, Chance? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think zero. I don't think Ambrose is going to win. I don't. That's. I don't see that happening. But they do love these jamming as many bodies into a match as they can at Mania. So I'll, I guess I'll go from zero percent to ten percent. About you, Aaron. Uh, 1% chance. I'm kind of with you on that 0 to 10% because they <laughs> so love... So probably single digit. They love to yeah. promote WrestleMania as the top three main events. If you do that, you're losing a potential main event unless you consider this whole Y2AJ thing at the third main event. So I don't think they'll really <laughs> make that a fatal four-way. Okay. Joe? I'm going to go 30%. 30? Okay. Still possibility. So we're almost but, at a third. But but a highly unlikely chance. Okay, we're slowly creeping up. <laughs> Where are we going? I, I want to give it a 40 just to be... <laughs> just, to, just to be well, be, a 40, be a 40. So, my argument with it is if they take it away... I, I feel like the option they have here, if they take it away, giving us this two singles main events, you take Dean. Now, the thing that I wish Dean is, you know answered or directed to in his promos, I wish he would say, listen, Roman has the title match at Mania, but I'm going to win. He's going to face me. I'm going to beat him, and then after that match, I'm going to go on and I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. I wish he, like, he all of a sudden, he just doesn't care about Brock Lesnar. The thing that would make sense, because you're just dropping this feud that's red hot, in my opinion, the, the Dean Ambrose Brock right, Lesnar. Right, it's one of the big Mania hot. matches, and you're not... I, I could see, because we all know, the um, other main event for Roadblock, Safety Tape, whatever you're yeah. calling it, <laughs> is um, Bray Wyatt versus Brock. I could see Bray wanting another match. I'm just going to go on a quick note. I think Brock wins Roadblock, but there's going to be a rematch at Mania. However, if that happens and then Dean can make it a triple threat or whatever happens, Triple H the next night on Raw says, or two nights after Saturday on Raw says, I want my rematch. I'm entering myself into this match. That's why I feel like there's a chance because at the same time, Brock, he's going to come out. I was on, Paul will come out. The Lord and Savior. The, the advocate. Paul, Paul comes the out. Advocate the advocate of the people. <laughs> he's going to come out and say, Boy, has Raw sucked without yeah, the my boy, the voice of the voiceless Brock Lesnar. Yeah, so he's gonna come out. See that that is a possibility, but here that's what that's what I'm saying. So you know, here we go again, trying to get too really much, too logical, too logical with it. Because is that too logical? That makes too much sense for the people. <laughs> that's too much sense. But you give a percentage again. Remember, I gave it forty. Triple H, you did that make sense. Triple H is never gonna drop the title unless he has to. But like like I said, this is this is a whole weird rivalry because. This Triple H Ambrose thing is what people want. The Amber, the Reigns Triple H people don't want that. Well, at least they don't want it for the title. Right. But the thing is, this can swerve everything. And is, is it a possibility? Yes, but I don't think so because it was, they'll be losing a key match. Aaron, you know what? You said it earlier. You said you compared it to Jericho when he beat Triple H and, you know, he won the title yeah, and then yeah. it, it got reversed. Didn't that already happen to Dean? It was a dusty finish, but it, it didn't get taken away. They disqualified Seth clear, Rollins. Yeah. So Jer- he's technically never been WWE. It hasn't Jericho been done since. Though. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Like Jericho, he won that match, but it got reversed later in the night. If you want to get heat on Triple H, major heat on Triple H, and, t- and take the fo- take the heat back to Triple H, have him do that. I ban Roman Reigns from the arena. 
And so therefore, the match ends in a disqualification. I'm still the champion. That takes all the heat back to Triple H because Roman Reigns caused Triple H to lose this match and mm -hmm. gives some some kind of fan support to Triple H. And that's I mean, great, but my only concern with that is the main event at WrestleMania is Triple H, Roman Reigns, and we don't see that being built at all. Yeah, because Roman We usually see the main event at WrestleMania being built Weeks into WrestleMania, we have nothing right now. Yeah, they, Roman Reigns haven't even been on TV. Yeah, because they're trying to sell this so-called injury or whatever, whatever you want to call it, shoot, whatever crap they want to call it. But the thing is, if Roman Reigns actually does something cool, it'll get him over with the fans. Because we were at Raw when he punched out Vince and won the world title. The fans loved him. He was him. over. He was, he was over, over for two days. He was over for two days. <laughs> you do something. Like I said Stone Cold will cause people to match title and matches. He was over on Sunday night, too. Well, I was concluding After Sunday TLC. and Monday, uh, and then Stone he wasn't Cold, over anymore. <laughs> any, any top baby face, Stone Cold, The Rock, they will cause people matches all the time. And, it's what, and it, was, it was what the fans wanted because it was actually something cool. You cause Triple H a title to somebody the fans want to see and actually win, that will get Reigns a fan reaction, and then it'll make so much ultimate heel taking the world title away from somebody won with the title. And this so, is directed at my boy. The only thing Roman Reigns can do cool is drop out of the title picture. I would love that if he dropped out of the title picture. It's directed at my boy. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about. You probably, you guys probably will know who he's talking about a little bit later on. Yes. But real before we move on, real quick answer from everybody. What is the percentage chance of Roman Reigns doing something cool at Caution Tape? 20% because they don't have common sense. All right, Joe? At slow to the yield sign? Yes. 5%. Eric? 17%. 17, all right, oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Who gonna... wins the percentage then? I think Eric at 20. Damn. Because, like I said, he'll come, knowing, knowing, how, they, knowing how they book Roman Reigns, they'll have him come out after the match is over. Right. Well, the last, kind of the last thing I have to say about this whole storyline Triple H has been really hammering home the idea of authority. And him calling Roman anti-authority on Raw, to me, I don't feel like he can really get away with doing that. We all know, like, Roman is the guy that the company wants to push forward, rise to the top. It just, it's false when you try to sell him as anti-authority. To me, it's, it's laughable. For him to say, oh, how's the, how's the anti-authority thing doing for Roman Reigns? Well, he's not anti-authority. That's why he's in the main event of WrestleMania. But I like the whole kind of crazy aspect of it, too, though. What, from, as far as Ambrose? or Ambrose, yeah. Well, I like everything Ambrose is doing. I just think it, it rings too false for Triple H to be calling Roman Reigns anti-authority. Reigns? Who's that guy? <laughs> we'll find out later. Um, Wait, what are you you're saying? Reigns being anti-authority Triple H is in false? his promo on... Yes, they're, they're trying to make him anti-authority. But uh, it's, it's, uh, just, it's just silly because we all know... Very well that he's not anti-authority. He's the guy that's backed by the company. We all know. Oh, oh be, well, you know, all right. But at the end of the day, on camera, he is anti-authority. He is, but it it just rings false because we know too. Who much else now. on present TV punched the owner or you know? He punched the owner. Yeah, but he, the, th the thing with Roman is we know... He, we we, we got to talk about the show. Let's not talk... I, I mean, at the end of the day, we're talking about the show. Yeah, the thing, as, the, as a show... We are, but I, I think I think it rings too false for me. Let's close it out on his thought. Yeah, but the thing with Roman is it's like... He's just... You know he's a company kid. He's a company guy. He comes out smiling and smiling and pounding and giving everybody a handshake. Don't do that. How many... T like, Stone Cold didn't do that. All the older guys, they didn't do that. They, they meant business. And Ro that's the thing. Roman Reigns does not mean business. 
I, a, I, I think he's going to smile. He's going to come to the ring and smile and give everybody handshakes on Saturday. I, uh, if he does come out to the ring, that is, he's, he's going to be doing the same thing he's been doing. Uh, we'll move on from a guy that nobody likes, as much as you guys might think I like one of the guys we're talking about, to a guy we all like, Kevin Owens, our Intercontinental Champion. He has been, up until this point, without a clear opponent for his Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. All of a sudden, enter Sami Zayn, and maybe instead of a five or six man Intercontinental match at WrestleMania, hopefully we get a one on one with Sami Zayn. But Kevin Owens, I don't know. I, I love everything the guy does. Where, where? How do you feel about where Kevin Owens is right now? He's awesome. I'm looking forward to KO Mania. That whole WrestleMania show, I'm not really looking forward to the whole KO Mania. That's, uh, that's I like that be they, they've been selling that the whole road to KO Mania thing. So here, I'll get. I want to get everyone's thoughts on this. I want to take control on this. If that's the way it goes, if it goes to a one-on-one match, I mean, we can still ponder the idea of it not being one-on-one. Mm-hmm. If it goes one-on-one, Sami Zayn versus Owens. Not who do you think? Who do, you, who do you think should go over? Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn? Yeah. Who do you think should win that match? I feel like Kevin Owens, because they don't have enough heels that are booked as strong heels, but I feel like WrestleMania is the type of show that Sami Zayn goes over on, because he'll get the huge... I have to go Kevin Owens as well. I mean, I just don't think any, uh, WWE Universe knows enough about Sami Zayn coming in. He was injured before this. He's, he's in that, that, that two out of three falls match with Samoa Joe. Hopefully he gets the push he should, but I don't see that coming. I would think Sami Zayn would win because due to the fact that he's booked for TakeOver already. I don't know if you guys know who he's facing, but he's booked for NXT TakeOver Dallas already. No spoilers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Control yourself for two minutes, please. Okay. Okay, but like I said, those tapings were from back in the end of January, early February. So his booking for TakeOver could possibly change. But I think Sami Zayn would be over. That'd be per- the perfect opportunity to get him to showcase his talent on a high level. You think he goes over? I don't think he would go over. You don't? I do think he would win. Oh, you think he's gonna win? I, if, if, if it's if a straight one on one match, you think Sami wins? Sami wins. If, if it's a multi man match, I think Kevin Owens will win, and, Ke- and Sami Zayn wins in his, when he has a single opportunity. Eric, what do you oh. think? As much as I think, it, I don't know. It's a it's a catch twenty two to it. I would want Kevin Owens to win. It's his first mania. Uh, I think maybe because I'm such a mark for him, I want him to win. May- hey, look, this could start his uh, streak at mania. <laughs> KO mania undefeated. I would argue yeah, that he's a better know. overall wrestler, too. Yeah, I yeah, would, Sammy too. Sami Zayn is a treat to watch, but Kevin Owens just has every, that guy, every piece to the It's pump. a big guy. You see him do moves that you're like... You, it you just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, my, we were watching the... Um, we are watching his match... Who's his one-on-one match on Raw? He Neville. Ma- Neville. Great, great match. When he does, he, when he does his normal, you know, he's standing on the second rope and he does the spin, jump, moonsault. I mean, my six-year-old son's watching. And he's like, "How do you do that?" <laughs> you, I mean, you you got this guy that it just doesn't make sense to even a six-year-old just watching. He's like, just flip. "How do you do that?" Like, like, That's how you know the guy's got talent. I don't um, want to get too far ahead, but Neville back-to-back great matches yeah. I've seen on TV. Under, uh, very underutilized. That's, that, that's a lot. Don't want to get too far ahead. Yeah. I um, as far as Sami Zayn, I I think it makes sense for Sami to go over. The only reason I'm thinking is because if WWE booking is thinking, all right, 
maybe a lot of fans now have the network and they're backtracking and they've watched their feud. They've already seen Owens beat him how many times. And then he made it to Raw for one match, loses, puts on one of the matches of 2015, one of the best matches of 2015, loses, and he's injured. Right. So I could see why it would make sense to put him over. Again, I don't know. I guess we're, I'll call it a draw. I see if it's a one-on-one Sammy going over, but I, as a fan, I'm rooting for Kevin It may Owens. be a case of Sammy Zayn may need to win more because Kevin yeah, Owens he, he has definitely built need, up. He needs to win. He's built up a lot of capital with the fans, and Sami Zayn, unfortunately, Kevin Owens will outside be fine. of the NXT fans. He'll be fine with, with, with the loss. Right. He'll be fine. Uh, my last where, where point. Does Sammy, where does Sammy go if he loses? Yeah, it's kind of a tough way to, to bring him in. And that's why I don't think he'll be in a one-on-one match. I if he loses, if it's a one-on-one match, he loses. I think what it should be the next night, I think Tyler Breeze should be in a one-on-one the next night. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I'm good with that. You would like that. He's dropping the Kalista. though. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I had to mention, based off that, based off your question, is one thing we can all agree on. I mean, we don't all agree on everything, because we're, we're wrestling connoisseurs, if you will. WWE booking right now knows nothing. No. That's well, a fact. so their that, booking is horrific. Right. Well, to that point. So other than like maybe Shane and Vincent, the main, <laughs> the main event, the main match. Other than that, it's just like where are it's they going? Booking, but even on that, where are they going? Yeah. Well, so one of the one of the problems a lot of the hardcore fans have with WWE right now is the idea that they don't know how to tell a story from start to finish. They don't know how to develop a character. They kind of don't know what they're doing from moment to moment. And one of the reasons I think why guys like us love Kevin Owens so much is he pays attention to all those details that WWE as a whole doesn't. Like we've discussed many times how respectful he is of his Intercontinental Championship. How he loves having that championship. When he got thrown over the ropes, his belt was outside the ring. He got thrown over the ropes, landed next to the belt, and in one motion... Grabbed it and picked it up like it was the most important thing in the world. You remember on SmackDown when he beat the Big Show by count out? Yeah, and he just wrapped, left the <laughs> ring and fell aside. Yes, <laughs> I, I think so I, like I like little things like that that they don't think of for anything else. Like he's bringing to the table all by himself, and I think that's why guys like us love Kevin Owens. Yeah, because he's not just a wrestler that had a tenure as a wrestler for years prior. He's still a fan. Yeah. Right, he's, he's, he's a fan. It. He's he great in the it. ring. He's great on the mic, and he knows what he's doing. And so we're in the commentary table, uh, very much like uh, Triple H is. Um, next biggest story. Actually, this is probably a bigger story than the last one. I kind of skipped it by accident. I apologize. Uh, Shane and Vince. Shane fighting for control of Monday Night Raw. He believes that Raw is his destiny. Um, he kind of was to me. He was kind of a voice of the fans. On Raw this week. Definitely. They were using him as, hey, all the stuff you guys are complaining about, we're going to have Shane say. He said Vince lost his touch. You lost your touch with your business. Yeah. You lost your touch with the fans. It's time for a new era. I know Aaron specifically was not a fan of the build to this match. Like, they're not giving The Undertaker much stake in it. It's kind of too much about Shane, not enough about The Undertaker. But I thought Shane's promo was great last night. His exchange with Vince was great. Are you, are you any happier with where this story is going right now well, from where it was a week ago? Well, I want to go back to last week for a second because okay. I don't think we gave Stephanie McMahon enough credit. <laughs> that promo was amazing. Yeah. It was a straight shoot about the uh, – because when it becomes a McMahon in the business, you technically believe it. 
Because yeah. that's how it is. It's, a te- it's always a power struggle within that family. This promo was another shoot. To, like you said, how Vince is so called out of touch. He also had a line saying that people who... Be, I'm going to sum it up. He said people who deserve to be in the top spots are going to be in the top spots. And the per- people who don't deserve are going to be at the bottom. Right. Which is a straight shoot, that, which was everybody always com- always complains about. But I don't... Vince has lost everything on the mic to me. <laughs> you think? I, I, I don't... Stephanie's been above Vince for real, a while. Real quick, and I, I don't like to interrupt anybody when they're talking. I, I typically don't do that, but I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that I'm just putting too much stock in that I just love the sound of Vince's voice? Yeah. And I, I give him more credit than he deserves for what he's doing. Yes, because okay. Steph, for, for years, Stephanie has just been the constant... With you the, with the heel. <laughs> Stephanie has been the constant heel figure. Come on. I, as much as I love Vince, he had more heat in his actions than than um than what Stephanie does. He, you have something to say, Jeff? Let me ask you this. Okay. One of the lines of the night, and I think this is really sold me on, on, on Vince that night. One of my best creations. Against one of my biggest failures. Great line. Yes, it's phenomenal. his greatest creation. Phenomenal. That's a phenomenal line. Failure. But 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 like I said, my greatest <laughs> failure. <laughs> but, like, but but like I said, you see the reactions Vince gets a lot now. A lot of it's pretty dry because this they're even wetting him. As much as you hate the wet chance, Vince is getting wet chance. Yeah, he is all the time. But this was a great promo, my Shane, and it's. A straight shoot, what you all want from the McMahon is a straight shoot. Joe? I said at? all I had to say. I mean, he said that line. I was. So, I, so you're completely sold on this whole storyline? I'm sold. I mean, he came I mean, out. And especially because I know, like you've said to me before, that WrestleMania season begins to you when they start trotting out The Undertaker. Of course. We haven't gotten and much of it. They're not doing enough yet. of it right now. They gave us the gong. On Raw. That was and good. That was, that, was good. that was a tea. That was a tea. That was good. And Vince came that out with his little good. chin. Um, first thing I'll ask you, not wrestling related, but what kind of sneakers was Shane wearing last night? <laughs> Shane was wearing the new Jordan 2s that released two days prior. Wing it. You get them yet? No. You going to get them? Yeah, I mean, after so Shane, pl- <laughs> Shane plugged them for me. Has he solidified himself? Anyone that knows me in sneakers knows I'm a Jordan 2 guy. That's, that's <laughs> my thing. Has he solidified himself as this shoe kind of As sword. a sneakerhead. Yeah. Is he a legit sneakerhead in your eyes? Uh, legit. Or is he like a rich guy hold, hold, pretending hold. to be a sneakerhead? No, he gets free no, shoes. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, he plugged himself on Twitter as the guy that, hey, thanks, Jordan Brand, for sending me, and he had like six pairs of free kicks. Okay. But One thing I, I say like for sure. No, listen, Jordan Brand, uh, once you start watching our podcast, I'm a size man. You start sending me. And a half, I, let's 12. not worry about their sizes. But yeah, you plug me in a cold <laughs> pair. I'll give it some dap on here. Until then, I'll be in you know, no, a couple no, different brands. No, those until. are in Jordans. One thing I say <laughs> for sure. Because I ain't get plugged yet. Good, good match or not, we're going to see a Shano spot. Uh, absolutely. Or two. Yeah, I think we'll get at least one. And that huge. was like the kind of vignette. Uh, well, on I think all set you up for it. OMG moment. I think yeah. Yeah. all give of you us that. as fans, we're all hoping for a Shane spot, right? Question. You're gonna get that. Question. They built that Does up Shane on Shane get color. Yes. David this building match. Up. Like that, 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 that kind of color? <laughs> no. Watch <laughs> them <on> black. <laughs> No. Does, does, Shane, does Shane blade? Or do, do you think he gets color yes. the hard way? This match needs color because, like I said, this match is being sold on The Undertaker is unstoppable hell on itself. My question is, though, do you think we see Linda 
You're gonna see running. In you're gonna see no, running no central. Point. No point. running central in this match. Don't yeah. even need it. Don't even need it. Running central doesn't. Get out of my race. I think it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I think it's freaking sick. It's two thousand all over again. You know what? Wait for the rain to Yes, settle. we will see Linda McMahon. Now McMahon that... in every corner. It's two thousand all over again. Um, Agreed. It shouldn't have run-ins, but I think it's gonna have a lot of run-ins. That's just my opinion. You think it will have a lot of run-ins? Yes. All right. So I wasn't here last week, so I didn't right. get to plug in my insight on this. Mm-hmm. One. This is where I hope something crazy happens on Roback. I'm, I'm gonna go for a temporary sidebar. Triple H has to do something good to make this title match mean something. Not just mean something. It needs to steal all of our excitements. And when I say all of ours, I don't mean just the four of us. I mean anyone watching this. Anyone that's into the product. Because right now, I know as a fan, my main interest, there's a couple non-title matches I'm interested in. I'm interested if AJ and Jericho have a one-on-one match. Which I'm interested. Will. You know, most title match I'm looking forward to is whatever is going to do. Right now, the biggest thing to me I care about is Shane McMahon's first match in years. I'm looking forward to Shane in the ring. That's what I'm looking forward to. As much as it may not make sense to why Undertaker's doing this event. You know, that was the question last week. I wasn't here. Again, Aaron Aaron made a good point last week. He made a great point. He said, we have time. We have plenty of time. Really, when it comes down to it, when there's two Raws before... Which we still got, what, three, four? We, I think we got, we got three. Four. three. We got four? four? Mm, I think it's we got three. four weeks. I think it's three. No, how many more rolls? There's three more rolls. I think it's three. All right, so we got three more rolls for them to make it make sense. They don't have to make it make sense right now. I hope they don't wait till the week before. Um, I think I was acknowledged last week, and what I'm hoping for, I'm hoping Vince comes out. I'm hoping, you know, Steph, this could just mean it, the booking's getting better. Steph is in her backstage segments. She's acknowledging how Shane might have a chance. She said to Vince or Roll, he's your she son. said, not just is your son, but yeah, she said he's your son, and she pretty much hinted to, did you see what he did to four security guys? Mm-hmm. It was four security guys. And so you think she was putting that? that he buried security. Up. With her yeah. eyes alone, with her body gestures, she said, you know, there's a threat there. Did you see what he just did? Yeah, he said, I've, I've got it, Steph. And she said, well, what if you don't? <laughs> I know said? I know they don't want to put it to this point. As a fan, as a wrestling mark, we all, should, we all should look at it this I way. I can't do it again now. <laughs> Sorry. We should all look at it this way. If Shane wins, the thing they're not acknowledging, you know, I hope, and I'm almost thinking Shane wins, but at the same time, one thing they I should acknowledge, too. Shane wins, you're putting him in a small small category that the only person in is with is Brock, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar. You're putting Shane and Brock Lesnar in the category of the only well, people. It's not going to be a clean win. It's not going to be a clean I win. I don't care. That's different. That's like, that's like, that's like, that's like uh, WrestleMania 9. Taker, Taker didn't win by pinfall or don't submission. Don't talk he won about by WrestleMania Block, <laughs> Brock, you, you look like WrestleMania well, 9. That show, was banned, that show was banned on this show. Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Brock Lesnar had a clean win against Undertaker. I don't think that's going to happen in Shane's case. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no way. Well, listen, he either loses gonna... decisively or he doesn't get a clean win. That, there's no way Taker... But what do you think Vince is going to do to make, guarantee Shane doesn't win this match? Anything. That line he said. Anything. Like I said, like I said last week, one of these main events is going to be overbooked. Here's the thing. If, if they're going to make it make sense that why does Taker have to beat him, 
I think, Business which I call, I call three, four Business weeks as usual. Business as usual, great. However, you can I, said it, I said it weeks ago. This is time. I think what they do is they put, you know, it gets to the point, Taker is backstage. Vince is getting nervous. Vince is like, I see my son winning. Taker's backstage, or whether it's in the ring, he says, you better beat him. I will. If you don't, you're done. You're fired. If the Undertaker versus can't, versus so you think there's a, there's yeah. a big stipulation. Company versus career. You know, I said, I don't know if I directly said this, but when Flair went out, who else on the roster made sense to retire him? Sean did. So when Sean went out, who on the roster made sense to retire him? Taker did. So in Taker, it wasn't. I'm not done yet. Shane doesn't make sense. Who, who makes sense? Who makes sense to finish? Hold on. Who makes sense to finish my streak? Brock does. So now he's probably sitting back. Who can finish me off? As much as we all hate saying it, I mean, I'll, I'll get the dollars for it. But <laughs> John Cena. John Cena makes sense to finish him. He's hurt right now. So really, the way I would think about it is, as amount of matches he has in him, he might be such a company man that he's like. You know, if a wrestler's not gonna put, finish me off, might as well be the people that own. I have no doubt he's a company man. I know he's a company man. That's not the question. I yeah, just but you don't think can't that makes sense? See his career ending with Shane McMahon. That would be like the worst ending for the one of the best careers I've ever seen in wrestling. So one of the what what you're saying makes sense at, on face value. Like, no, I can't see Shane McMahon ending the Undertaker's career. But the way Eric put it two weeks ago, or maybe it was three weeks ago. If Vince is going to put an end to The Undertaker, who would he rather have do it than his son? So I don't... I know this. There's a, it's the same thing. But Vince's son is the one who, who could put an end to Undertaker. Not just Shane McMahon. It's Vince's son. I not, think it will cleanly. Not just that. Hold on. The, the, it won't the, comment, cleanly, the yeah. comment we were just going over. We were just going over. My son versus my greatest creation... And then it ends, Shane, the week before Mania, the Raw before Mania. You know what, Dad? Your son's going to finish your greatest creation. Yeah, it'll end up being the opposite of what Vince said. His greatest creation was going to put to bed or put to rest his greatest failure. Now your greatest. his son will put to rest his well, greatest Maybe creation. I'm putting the horse before the cart, but do you see Shane on TV for the next however many years? carrying? Raw? I could, but yeah. you, you just got me to what... What my last point was on this whole thing is that I feel like the word authority has been thrown around more in the last two or three weeks than we've heard it in a long time. It was brought up last night. Shane said it. Like, when I do what I'm going to WrestleMania to do, it will be the end of the authority. It will be a new era, a new legacy. I think they may... One of my predictions for the TJR TJR Wrestling... uh, Predictions for 2016 column. I know where he's going. Was that the authority would be ended at WrestleMania? I predicted that Roman Reigns would put an end to it because I thought that would be the way that they maybe had a chance to get him over. He's a Roman fan. <laughs> but we'll get to that. But I, I think that it may be no. Shane. I mean, it may be Shane that puts an end to the authority. But we'll see. Uh, Divas action has not been a ton of stuff going on, but we have the triple threat. Officially with Charlotte the champion, with her dad Ric Flair, we have Sasha Banks. Who? And Sasha Banks, <laughs> the boss, and I see an erection. <laughs> and Becky Lynch. Question tonight: Did you get your Sasha shirt yet? 
I did not get that shirt yet, no. You believe him? I think he's expecting us to get it for him for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost a couple months to May. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if you guys did get it for me for my birthday, but no, I have not bought it yet. I haven't even come close. Check to your phone for a text or a sign. I think it would be a great triple threat match. I think so too. I, I think that match will be a top match. It'll be not one of the top, the top match. I think it'll be one of the top two matches of the of the WrestleMania. Speaking part. of divas, let's get to the to the top real two. meat and potatoes. Okay. Of divas. How about Lana and that Bella Buster? Or oh, X-Factor. come on. X- I liked it. It was, it was better than Breeze. It was way better. It was way better than Breeze. It was, but we can't expect Lana to hold a match. Well, I don't think that. I think... I'll tell you what she can't hold. Up. She can no. hold my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's something else she's trying to hold, too. <laughs> well, what, what I think... Insinuating. What I think is, at WrestleMania, just to throw all the Divas on the card, I think you get the total Divas, Brie, Natty... Alicia Fox and Paige against against um they didn't build a Summer Rae, Lana and um T, the rest of the team back Naomi and Tamina in an eight in an eight diva tag. That's what I think you're going to get at WrestleMania. So it'll be yeah, it'll be kind of similar to the Divas Invitational. Yeah, <laughs> I can agree with that. It's kind my, of a sound thought. My one thing with Lana is, and I know everybody likes her. People chant for her. We want a, Lana. Th- well, this is a, a problem I have is that she was she was different. From every other woman on their roster. She was in control of a guy who was, you know, the Bulgarian brute. The guy who did not lose. She was in charge of him. You know, he listened to what she said. She was the one, like, helping him go up the card. And now she's just another catty girl. And I'm not a fan of doing that to a character like that. Not just that. The only thing that bothered... I, I don't know if And she's wearing me. the Dolph Ziggler denim again last yeah, week. Yeah, I noticed that, that too. I was oh, just going to say, the thing that bothered me is, last week when she came out to interrupt, she was in her Russian valet suit, and then the this week she was... I thought it said Ectufly airbrush <laughs> in the back, but... She came out in her denim with some airbrush gear, and it was like, you know, denim skirt. Yeah, the acid wash denim, the 1980s Dolph Ziggler get-up. I was not a fan. Um, and that, that actually it left a bad taste in my mouth as far as what's going on with the Divas. I'm happy with what's going on at the top, but everything else is kind of... Bi- and Summer Rae. Can you say from start to finish, though, that Lana left a bad taste in your mouth? <laughs> just from start, from fi- start to finish, just say that. I would not say she did. Okay. But I would say that what they're doing with her does. Summer Rae, you know, kind of gets turned into an afterthought again. The, the, the Divas, uh, you know, the two Well, so we're surprised commercial. by WWE and bad booking? Well, I'm not surprised, but we just talked, what, three, four weeks ago about how she got a big win yeah. Yeah, yeah. on Raw. And uh-huh. now we haven't seen her in three weeks, and then she's kind of in a throwaway. I'm cool with Lana coming in and being a wrestler, but they've not shown anything previous to this last two weeks. I'll tell you what. Towards that. I normally... I'm guilty of saying this. I don't want to air out my dirty laundry, but normally some, a segment like that is something that, oh, I'm catching roll late, fast forward time. However, I remember that match. I was like, you know what? A couple weeks ago, you know, she got a good win. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Summer Rae is going to get another good win. And I overall, she won by a roll-up, right? Yeah, Summer Rae won by a roll-up. And it was a, it was a poor roll-up. That bothered me. It, it was a very sloppy, that bothered me. sloppy spot. So, I actually had that in my notes. It was a really bad roll-up. But she's a, she's a better worker. 
than most of these women that are on the roster, and she yeah. just doesn't get a chance to, to work. Yeah, didn't she call herself the, well, wasn't she kind of the first lady of NXT? Is, yeah. Is that what she called her? Uh-huh. When, she, cause when she's in NXT? Yes. Um, I hear it's especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> so the Divas division, like we all said, we're very much looking forward to the WrestleMania match. Not necessarily thrilled with everything else that's going on nah, in that division at the moment. They're, they're Becker, I don't, I don't know why they just decided Lana to be a wrestler all of a sudden out of nowhere. Like, she was good where she was. Like you said, when yeah. they had her there in front of Rusev, it was cool. Now mm-hmm. Rusev's buried in. Um, you know what she needs to do at Mania? What does she need to do at Mania? Just have a promo with The Rock. <laughs> well, that would work. I'd be cool with that. Have we have we tried those special exercises, guys? <laughs> we haven't yet. <laughs> Together? I what is wrong with you? I met in our private time at home. Yeah. Li- I, I don't know if they've actually been properly described. Freak. We might have tried. Freak? Yeah, I don't know. But a, a division that we're kind of not happy with at the moment. To a division that, in my mind, had been a, felt a little stale. And I felt rose up, to, rose up to another level last night. It was the tag team division. The New Day against Y2AJ. Probably the best thing that happened on Raw. Best tag match I've seen in a little while. I, I was just going to try to interject and say, tell me a better tag team match you have seen in recent memory. Uh, I can't just talk about one. the match. In-ring work. Beginning to end. Story being told. New Day using the numbers to Sus- their advantage. Suspense. At least five false finishes. Yeah, finish after finish. And that, that I believed. Usually the false finish is just like a thing they do. But these were false finishes that I actually believed something was going to happen. Did you, I mean, do you guys feel the same way? Am I alone? I, I, I mean, I thought Kofi was going to tap. So More than I. once. And you know what? He sat in that Walls of Jericho so long, I thought he was going to tap. Once when he was in the center of the ring, I thought he was going to tap when he got close. AJ kept, you know... Uh, when, when he put Xavier down so he couldn't reach the rope that was pushed out to him. Yeah. Um, that was a spot. I loved Xavier. Just I mean, even though he probably pushed yeah. it out three inches. He barely it pushed didn't it. matter if he pushed it at I just all. love, love so the good. idea that he's not... Usually it's like, I'll pull you over to... It's like, no, I'll, I'll, push, I'll push the rope out a little bit for you to, <laughs> to, you to grab it. Well, and then AJ's spot when he jumped off the rope. Shh. Yeah, I thought oh, the match was over there. One of the moves I saw, best moves I saw all year. Like, yeah. The, the transitions you know, in that match I, were crazy. I, I proudly said this several weeks ago. AJ and Jericho, one-on-one, I still think the top three singles matches of the year was in no specific order. AJ versus Y2J, one, two, and three. Match? That match, I mean, that's that's top five matches of the year. It was a great you think about the match? Great, great tag match. I thought. This match was arguably the match of the year. <laughs> I've I've said on the show numerous times, I I have not been blown away by WWE all this year. There's only one match that I was actually like, wow, this was a great match. And that was Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom 10. That's not WWE. Right. But I don't know, like like you said, that whole Woods pushing the rope to Kofi, because he had, Jericho had that Wolves Jericho win for a long time. He had a long time. They pre- all the all the false finishes were amazing. You th- any of those moves you thought that could could have been it. They were all they were all high spots. And one thing I did like they didn't hit any finishers. They protected the finishers of all right. these guys. And it, uh, arguably the end the, the aftermath of this match was arguably just as good as the match. Right. With Jericho turning on AJ. Well, you know one thing I was happy about overall in the match. 
I'm I'm really happy that um, Jericho sold out the or sold the um, big ending for you. <laughs> <laughs> I really, you know, I'm, I'm tired of people kicking it out of that. Place, Why? Because so. he's black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't been here that often. That's the I did like the spot with the. Well, I liked that Jericho busted up. The first big ending. Yeah, and they hit like cold. The way they busted it up. Yeah. It wasn't just I'm gonna run it. It was like they both fell into the the two guys that were on the on the mat. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the big ending actually finished the match. Like you said, the three code breakers. It was like a, it was like it was like a grade school. Let's break up uh, like a, like a football match. Like yeah, uh, everybody just <laughs> yeah. in there. Um, I will have to admit. Uh, I was wrong. I, I predicted that Y2AJ would be tag team champions. Well, they I, made a shirt. I hope. <laughs> they did. I, but I said it even before the shirt. And then when you showed me they made a shirt, I said, oh, I was right. I how's, was, how's that shirt taste? I got <laughs> yeah. You want to know how yeah. it tastes? WWE's having a hard time canceling my order. <laughs> oh, you, you bought one? Bought, you pre-ordered I one? I bought four. One for all of us. Oh, <laughs> man. Second hug on the show. <laughs> Bailey so. would be proud. Yeah, I, I'll just be honest. That match, uh, I my highlight of Raw, top to finish of that match. That I really, I really wish if I honestly had less time to watch the show, I would watch that match and nothing else, and it would have yeah. been. It was great. great I will match. tell you one thing. I I was so ecstatic. The match ended. I was like, wow, what a great match, and I saw quickly the future, and the whole time I'm just sitting there. Clenching my cup like, that don't happen. Eh, don't happen. Eh, it doesn't need to happen. It doesn't. And then it happened. I was like, no! Yeah, I, I wasn't sure who I was rooting for at certain points. My, my sidebar, though. I mean, uh-huh. everyone else seemed... I was great with the match, but... I just didn't want to The Jericho turn, I was, I was disappointed with. You were? That's because Jericho turned. I think they could set it up better. They could have, but I loved his promo after. His promo was great. But the, you could have done that with, no matter where, where they went but with the, it. The, I didn't, the setup was... Perfect. Yeah, it came was, out of nowhere. No, it you was want so, explanation in the in the in the Undertaker match. Why? 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 There was no why there. No, there was because a why. AJ, because, AJ? No, because this they is, chanted Jericho AJ almost fifty yeah, fifty through all the. No, matches. the thing is, this match. I was not a. I was not for this whole tag team thing. But this match was specifically to showcase AJ Styles. All the almost all of the false finishes were from AJ Styles, and all the high spots were from AJ Styles. And teaming with Jericho gave AJ Styles that rub because the average fan doesn't know AJ Styles. Me as a big fan of AJ Styles, I don't think he's getting the reaction that he deserves. But teaming with Jericho, he, he's being teamed with a six-time world champion, so he's being elevated as a, as a character and a superstar. That he was the better of the that two That he was guys. the better of the two. And he was the one, like I said, he got those, all those all those false finishes. And he wasn't the one to get pinned in the yeah, yeah, match. Yeah, he didn't get pinned. He got pinned. Well, in, in the end, New Day remains your WWE <laughs> Tag Team Champion. <laughs> and Xavier said he will be, we will be champions forever. Don't you and, dare be And I believe showers. they probably will. I believe they probably will I, be changed. They could be changed. 197 days. Well, just getting close to forever. Now. Well, yes. well, well, well. Uh, just announced for for crossing guard on Saturday night. It's the League of guard. Nations, Sheamus and Barrett against the New Day for the tag team titles. Who are you guys going with? Uh, heel team versus a heel team. I'm gonna say. New Day. Yeah, I, I hope the New Day wins. Uh, I will tell New you Day. what. It won't make any sense. I predicted it weeks ago. And I, you know, I don't want to backtrack to the last topic, but 
I hoped, if you said they could have done it better, that match was so good. Why 2 AJ should have won. They should have won. They should have been a multi-tag match at Mania. They should have been the transitional champions to drop the titles to the Dudleys. Jericho should have been irate about the result. He should have then turned on AJ. That would have been better booking. It would have made more sense. However, if it goes to, you know, road crossing, <laughs> safety, you know what. Stop light, red light. It's going to be Mania. Heel block, whatever. If it goes, this doesn't make sense. You're bringing a heel team from the... What is it? America the Greatest? No, no, it's the United Kingdom. What, the, what are those guys called? The foreign... Seamus Irish yeah, guy. Yeah, League of Nations. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of uh, League of Nations. Bunch of weird so we got two guys from the League of Nations, which are uh, Triple Triple H's, you know, henchmen, mm-hmm. versus the heel team that are great on the mic. You got these two guys that are terrible on the mic coming from a group. So it's heel team versus heel team. I mean, I hope the New Day wins. But you're telling me... If League of Nations, if they win, what's the point? Nothing. But they've been feuding. They've been feuding with them, and they've been having some interaction on Twitter. Listen, they've been having the interaction on on Twitter. But if you want to talk about feuding, let's think about when the League of Nations first became a thing. You know, the first night they became a thing, there was a question as if they were a four-person group or a seven-person group, because at the end they were taking pictures backstage with the tag champs, the United States champ, and the WWE champ. True. But, uh, but like I said, the WWE messes with our intelligence, and we'll get to that later as well. I, I'm, I, I'm annoyed that if we're going to see a heel, a tag team match that is heel team versus heel team, and it's not the Dudleys. Mm, yeah, I kind of don't like that. What happened, to, what happened to the Dudleys and the uh, Usos, the feud that was... It's just getting... I think, I think, I think right. Bubba Ray's putting Mae Young through a table somewhere right now. It's just not... Wade Barrett, the, the first guy since HBK retired to get pinned to a super kick. <laughs> I see why he wants to leave. Yeah, go to go to TNA. Ring him up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing on Wait, Raw. Uh, go ahead. Interject one time. What two members from the League of Nations are fighting for? It's Sun? Barrett and Sheamus, the team I like, <laughs> the two that I like in the group. Yeah, you know, I, as I, a team, I, I rather. Uh, I think Sheamus is the the last one. I rather in it. I rather be Barrett. Well, Barrett's like, we all know Barrett's taking the pinfall. Yeah. So. Yeah, an embarrassing fashion, probably, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, the, the show actually closed with Dean Ambrose holding the title above his head. Any chance that's foreshadowing to what we'll see at, I'll call it by his name, at Roadblock on Saturday. <laughs> I just want everybody, yes or no answer, Dean Ambrose, new champion on Saturday. No, because they won't book it the way I said they would book, they, they book it. Hell to the no, mother. <laughs> I wish. No. No? I say no as well. I think it'd be the smartest thing to do, but sweet, clean sweep. Like I said, take like I said, have him win, have the decision reverse, take all the, get all the heat back to Triple H. Which which yeah, you're right, they won't do. Uh, NXT this week, it was the final night at CFE Arena in Central Florida. Not a whole lot happened. Um, the biggest thing that happened was the the match with Neville and Finn Balor. Good to see Neville back my my, da- my damn, yeah. my damn. Great match, amazing. Can can Neville just like get do something to get demo, get promoted to NXT? Yeah, I wish he would. I, I wish he would because this match was amazing. It started off a little slow, but it picked up in the end. He was great. Neville was just amazing. Well, you felt like he kind of carried the match. In a way, yeah, he carried it more than um, Finn. I mean, <laughs> I've saw a lot of uh, Neville matches. Um, 
I guess since he's been demoted, as we like to <laughs> you say. You didn't see him at his best in NXT. No, I, I mean I haven't seen him at his best in NXT till till that match, and it was it was an amazing match. He's definitely underutilized in that roster. Yeah, he can do a lot. He can do a lot more than they're allowing him to do on Raw. His talent is on another level. However, it's one of those things where NXT it, it doesn't have the developmental fact of I hate hearing that guy's voice. Mm. I I can't yeah, he's, stand he's it. Not a, he's not he, a good he needs, promo. He needs a mic piece. Um, being a cruiserweight, being a small guy, it doesn't really make sense to turn him heel. Plus, I don't know if this ha- factors into where he goes. He's also an ugly looking dude. He was yeah. like a drowned rat. This guy's built. Yeah. Out here. He is built, but he's, he's, he's built. goofy looking. I mean, he's got a cool entrance. I mean, I, I don't know if he'd be the face. Troy loves Neville, it, right? Troy likes Neville. Yeah, <laughs> Troy, Troy like Troy Does likes Troy do that when he comes out? Uh, he just he, he can't ever pronounce Red Arrow right. He, oh. it's, one day it's the Red Dragon. One day it's the, it's the Orange Arrow. He, the he orange can't remember. Arrow. It's just something around there. Yeah. Troy has a hard time remembering. It's a color and then a word. Any combination of words. Neville's good in ring. I I can't really get behind him. I I mean he he's excited to watch. I just. Probably similar to how I felt about Apollo Crews, that he's unbelievable in the ring, but he, there he gives me... I, I like Neville more than I like Apollo. Neville could talk, though. Neville could actually cut a promo. You might not like his voice, but like I said, you don't cut a promo. Neville was, was a long way from NXT champion. <laughs> he could cut promos. It's just the fact that Vince... Both Dallas cuts a better promo. <sighs> he does. <laughs> he does. Don't, don't okay. you dare... <laughs> Say Bo Dallas. I Bo don't... Ryder doesn't. The freestyle champion of the world. B-Rabbit, Bo, Bo Ryder. I, don't with, ever throw like Bo Ryder B-Rabbit. I, I'm with you. I like Bo Ryder, but I don't know if he does a better... <laughs> this is my tag team partner here. I don't know if he has a better promo than Neville, though. Because Neville has everything. Neville has the whole set. Neville it's just has the fact everything? That it's just he has other zero than mic skills. Yes, he does. Face. It's just the fact that Vince sees... Frying pan face and zero Vince mic skills. Vince sees his, he's a little guy. That's it. Well, that, yeah, that's what's going to happen. He's a big guy with muscles. And so all these NXT guys, all these NXT guys, a little, a, a little guy. His beard's the only, terrible. The only, proof, the only yeah. guy that's bulletproof is Finn Balor. You can't mess him up. Yeah. Well, speaking of Finn Balor, before we get too far up, we probably got a little off the rails, but... He now beats the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. He's about 40 days shy of that record. I think I think he's he's going to end up as the longest reigning. I don't think it makes sense to have him not be. <laughs> which overlaps with the uh, TakeOver Dallas. So I think it's fair to say whoever he faces at TakeOver Dallas. I don't know who it is yet. I don't want to know. But he's going to win control and reach 288 days at some point. I don't know when he's going to lose that belt. He may take it up with him when he goes, if he goes. But I think it's safe to say he's going to hold it for at least 40 uh, more days. Triple H is going to keep him down. Yeah, I'm going to keep you guys a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I hope he breaks the record because I'm kind of anti-Neville. However, what's your guys' overall uh, opinion on bringing, when you move to the main roster from NXT, whether we're talking the women's division, the tag division, or, if you're the NXT champion, what is your opinion on bringing the title with you? Page semi did it. Did it I really think it's show smart. it on TV. Uh, Kevin did it on mm-hmm. TV. You think it's smart? 
It's, uh, didn't Sasha? No, Sasha was the champion, but, but they she didn't wasn't bringing it on they didn't, TV. They didn't have her bring the belt on TV. No, I think, it's I think she did a little bit. No, I think it was no, done right. She did live events with the belt, but she would She would be announced she, as a women's champion, but she didn't have the belt She with never it. brought it on roll. I don't once. remember seeing it. No, no, she had it backstage, but she wouldn't come to the ring with it. Okay. Now, Paige, she was the champion. She, she forfeited the show and, if, and she never, never. It never came on TV. Okay. But the thing with the NXT title is, because... As a as a male, you want to be shown that you're the NXT champion. That you are the best that NXT has to has to offer. That's what got Kevin Owens over the fact that he was the NXT champion. And when he fought Cena the first two times, it was booked as champion versus champion. No, it gave, it, that, it gave him more credibility when he. The thing that gave him the credibility was I already have a prize. I want this. I want my NXT title. I don't want your U.S. title. This is better. Exactly. That, to me, and I don't think any NXT champion, no knock to Finn Balor, no knock to Samoa Joe if he becomes the NXT champion, no knock to Apollo Crews if he becomes a champion, no knock to Baron Corbin if he becomes a champion. Whoever, I don't think no one's going to give a better knock going on the main roster saying, you know, this is better. This is better than your mid-card title. I think if it's done right, it's... Fine. Yeah, if it's done right, but it's like, done right. if it's done right, but like I said, what then, are the chances it's done right? No, no, but no. But the thing is, if it's on the right guy, because like I said, Finn, you cannot mess up Finn Balor. You cannot make this guy into a jobber. He has the he has a demon gimmick and the, his playing gimmick. You cannot mess up Finn Balor. All right, I guess that you know I'm going too in depth with it. But. Yeah, I think if if you have a a champion on NXT who comes up to the main roster. They should always bring that belt with them because it just elevates the brand. It elevates that belt to I a feel, new level when they're on the show. At the same time, I but feel like... But it would like dilute it, the title if you bring it up and... Like, well, they're no, not defending no, it. They're not, just not showing... Defending, um, but the fact is, when you bring up with the title and you get wins, you build more credibility for yourself and for the NXT roster. All right, but am I the only one that's realistic enough to uh, say it? If Finn Balor shows up on Raw this Monday as the NXT champion... My immediate thought, if he says, I'm here, like I'm on the main roster, the immediate thought is he's dropping the NXT title. Well, that, I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, but they hardly, rec- they hardly even recognize NXT on WWE programming as it is. That's so, not so true. I mean, some, you know, sometimes those terrible commentators even mention yeah, former they, NXT they, they, Yeah, they'll mention, he lost, no, they'll mention he lost the title, but they won't like, oh, he lost last night. He did this, he did that. They won't, men- they won't go into that detail. Just, oh, he lost the title. Yeah, Bo Dallas gets mentioned as he it has needs the to second be longest right. reign. Yeah, exactly. Neville, longest reign. Longest reign in NXT champion. I mean, I think that... It needs to be handled right. Speaking of which, most of us, which are fans of Rollins, he was NXT champion. He didn't carry it up. He came up. Yeah, he was NXT champion. He didn't carry it up. He dropped it to Big E. Yeah. One of me. That was a little bit... That was Yeah, that was a little different time. No wonder he's such a mark for the brand. Now, <laughs> now there's just so much more awareness of NXT and what it is that I think it's weird... To not, to not not bring it with you. You know, like we know it'd be a chance. it's kind of weird not to have it. I don't know. I uh, I just think, you know, if you just look back on... If, if NXT if NXT's a separate brand, if NXT's a separate brand, you just figure, we've already seen it. We've already seen Kevin Owens come with the title. I feel like for a while you don't need to see every NXT champion... While they're in their run, if they're moving on over, we don't need to see them on Raw with the belt. I'd rather see them drop the belt than come to Raw. My my humble opinion, just because... Well, then that just works better, that you don't come up to Raw until well, you've already lost Well, the well no matter what, you still know where they're going if they drop the belt. Well, let me ask you this question, then. 
Finn Balor comes up tomorrow without the belt and he challenges Kevin Owens, would you be disappointed? If he doesn't bring the belt with him? doesn't bring the belt. Would yes. you still disapp- you'd still be disappointed seeing, seeing a run-in from Finn Balor in a Kevin Owens match? Oh, if he runs in, I don't think he runs out with the belt. But if he has a match, I feel like he should have that belt with him. I like that Kevin Owens did it, and I think Finn... All right, I'm, I, I'll go into the, like, super wrestling mark mode then. All right, Jericho turns or an AJ Styles. You're already dead. Beating him down. <laughs> I'm talking past that. Sorry. That match happens, and they got this great Photoshop picture. Let's just Amazing. Say, I tried to send you guys say, yesterday. Let's say, let's say lights cut off. Let's say is quote-unquote, uh, Balor Club time. And let's say Finn Balor comes out with a couple guys from the Bullet Club. And they come out, and it's their time. They're on the main roster, and they beat down Jericho. And let's say there's a couple-week feud with it. And, you know, long story short, it turns into Jericho wants something against Finn Balor. At that time, Jericho's on, or Finn Balor's on Raw, week in, week out. Don't you just assume, so Finn Balor's got a title match. He's going to drop it. I do. What's the eventually. point? It ruins it. I mean, if you see anyone move up to the main roster, they're dropping their title. Yeah, but then if you see them drop the title on NXT, then go to WWE, you know if, when they drop the title, they're still going to WWE. Well, here's my thing. I'd rather it be that way. Maybe I'm not I don't think be, I don't think they'd be mutually exclusive. I'm not saying Finn Balor has to lose to go move up, but I'm saying Finn Balor shouldn't carry the title up. Well, Maybe you forfeit it because I'm moving to the next level. Well, guess what? I'm moving to the next title. Well, Have a tournament it. for my title. No one can beat me. I'm done. I got you. But to me, everybody knew Sasha Banks was going to lose the women's NXT women's title at TakeOver Brooklyn. That might have been the match of the year last year. To me, me knowing she was going to lose and drop that belt to Bailey did not take anything away from that match for me. Well, it so, was a lot. That's the point. It was kind of hard because there were spoilers. Because after TakeOver Brooklyn, she was they taped shows with her as the champion. So you didn't even know. So... Spoiler, yeah, it's hard. I mean, but that's 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 a spoiler. That's but different. as a true wrestling fan, doesn't the element of the unknown help spark the match? It does. But it, what I'm saying is, if you if you do it well, like like I said, I knew as a Sasha Banks fan, well noted by everybody here with me. I knew she was redness. going to lose that. Yeah, hallelujah. I knew she was going to lose that match to Bailey, drop the title, and that was my favorite match of 2015. And match like, of I, like I said from the beginning, if it's done well. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. Well, last point on NXT. This is, I think this is the last thing we need to talk about. We have a NXT tag team title match at Roadblock. And we can make this very quick. Do Enzo and Cass walk away from Roadblock, the NXT tag team champions? I think that there's only one word to explain the answer <laughs> to this. And I'm going to... S- <laughs> Spell it out for you. <laughs> Can you not spit it on me, though? <laughs> Spell it for me. <laughs> Spell it for me. Okay. Anyway, so we know their answer. <laughs> All right. <S>. So, <laughs> A. A. W. 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 F. F. T. T. So. <laughs> okay, so we know your answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys know how bad I've been. I want off the the revival, the re, the resurrection, whatever they call themselves. Dash and Dawson. So I did digging. Enzo and Cass aren't on any of the NXT TV tapings in March. Dash and Dawson are on one. 
and that's the that's the go home for TakeOver Dallas. They can cancel that match out and just cut promos. So I think this is the time that Enzo and Cass get the tag titles. If, even if it's just a transitional run, I think this is when they get the tag titles. Because there's no reason for you to have book this on roadblock if they're not going to win the tag right. team titles. And you can't just keep having them fight for that title and yeah. never win it. Yeah, I disagree. I agree that they're going to win. But okay. I mean, yeah. does anyone feel that they they need to move up or devoted? No, 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 no. But we just at this point we just. I agree. They're going to win. Belts. Yes and no. They're going to win. Yes they're going to no. win. They're going to win. My, my no opinion. It's a good. Opinion, I've been saying this for a long time. I don't know if it's been on air. You know, if you go over anything, it seems like the NXT main title goes back and forth. You know, heel has it, face has it, does the traditional thing. The women's title does the same thing. In my opinion, it seems like the tag titles are always on heels. To give that title more legitimacy, it does not make sense. I don't care if it's for 24 hours. You gotta put those titles on Enzo and Cass. Because if they show up at Mania and make their debut, if they show up at SummerSlam and make their debut, if they show up at Survivor Series and make their debut, if they show up as number one and number two entrants for the 2017 Royal Rumble, that's always going to be, that was an NXT tag team. That was an NXT tag team. So my opinion is put the titles on them and it's going to boost the value. Agreed. Does that not make the value of those belts? Pick me. This might be one time when a crossover with the titles might be worth it. <laughs> I got you. I agree. We got a clean sweep. Uh, you know what? It, 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 you want to talk about... I was just saying, it'll. you know, I might contradict my whole last segment. You talk about giving titles value. Put the tag titles on Enzo and Cass. It goes to new heights. And you should let them show up on Raw or Mania. I take back everything I just said. I just wasted 10 minutes of your guys' time. And then the feel-good factor of it. And Enzo and Cass are one of the few close to, not, I don't know if they're angst here originally, but they're close to it. They've been there a long time. They've been there a long time. Enzo has the lease. He's the lease in Enzo, uh, an original. Yeah, yeah, Enzo's been there for a while. So it'll be a great feel-good moment for that team. That place will go crazy if they win the tag team title. Yeah, it's coming. They will. Do we have a, a Ronald Lloyd question this week? Yes, we do. Let me get to that for you guys. (laughs) All right. He has two questions today. Okay. All right. His first question is, Bray Wyatt is a rich character, but has been underutilized in my opinion. To bring another dimension to his character, should Bray introduce Sister Abigail in the flesh? Short and sweet, yes. We've heard a lot about Sister Abigail. She's been teased. I think anything you can do to enhance the Wyatt family and Bray Wyatt, you might as well just go ahead and do it. I, I mean, it's it's been a rumor for a long time about debuting uh, a Sister Abigail character. I mean, I hate saying it. Uh, Braun Strowman overall has gotten better. Uh, the Wyatt family, I don't really know if I hate saying it, but just the, the whole theme's gotten stale. They either got to break it up. It's booking. They got to break it up. I mean, booking ruined it, but they got to break it up or they got to add a new new element. I really, and we all know I'm not the biggest mark on the Wyatt family, but I did like the little, you know, uh, when Bray Wyatt and Triple H had the a Raw, and he did the little tickling <laughs> about. I did too. Little, like, tickle, and then, come on, boys. And I just, you know, that's another thing that's just always great, and it kind of reminds me of um, 
Taker's faction in the '90s. What was it? The the, the, the dark um, the ministry the ministry the ministry of darkness. When he just did like it was like a whole just creepy like flicker of the fingers like come on and the second he does it everyone just follows. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the pop, and, and they're losing it. I mean, <laughs> they could bring Cecil Abrego into here, but the thing with that is, she, he needs to lose the rest of the Wyatt family. He needs to start doing singles matches. He's a great character, can carry a, pro, uh, a promo, can carry a match almost, but he has not enough in-room work right now. He needs... So Sister Abigail would help him, yes. Uh, well, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Bray says she was dead. <laughs> so, and so, so but, was Undertaker. Yeah, so, but my my thing is, <laughs> WWE they try to test our, our intelligence. They'll probably say, "Oh, he never said that." But right, right. Oh, they don't. Care. There, there's yeah. a lot they think we forget. Yeah, they don't. They don't care. I would say, no, because they can't book the the rest of the Wyatt family. Right. We always we come in here every week and say, "What are they going to do with Bray Wyatt?" They're lost. Turn them face. Have them beat up on the League of Nations or the whatever, the United Kingdom, whatever the hell they call. Turn him face, and they have have the rest of the family turn on Bray Wyatt. Sidebar: Do you think Bray Wyatt would be better on his own? Yes. You know what? Sidebar part two. <laughs> Ron, Ronald Lloyd, I got, I got a, the the spin for you. You know what would even be better? Because if you go over the four people of the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt's no, not the most talented, and if Luke Harper's part of the family, what he should do. Turn on him and use his sister Abigail as his mic piece. He turns on him, and then he goes to uh, you know one of his post interviews he did where he said in his WWE career he wants to win every title. He uses his sister Abigail to help him go for all the titles he hasn't touched. But I like it. That sounds let's like not forget. Let's not forget. He's the only person to touch no. gold out of those four junkies. Yeah, but then who would be sister Abigail? Like, like you have to find Probably my girl Liv Morgan. What's up with you? <laughs> but first, first, she's from Joycey. But anyway, you, you have to find. So are they? You have the Jersey trailer, trailer, trailer park, trailer park. Who? But what woman? If you try to have somebody talk for Harper, who's going to talk for him? What you have to get a, a woman from NXT? What women from NXT could really talk? There aren't. There aren't really any. Even Marie can't talk. She just gets heat. Sarcasm. Can you, can you see Sarcasm. She just stopped dealing, dyeing her hair with Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You said we have a second Ronald? Yeah, he has question? two. He has another question. He says, what match never happened, but you wish would slash should happen, past or present? Past or present? Boom. Lame. I'd say Ric Flair and Seth Rollins. Boom goes to Dynamite. Mm. How about a present one? Present? Man, that's tough. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you, Eric? Give, give, give both, past and present. I guess I'll go with present. Uh, I'll start with present first. I don't know the answer. All right, I'm going to go Brock Lesnar, because I always feel like any match I want to see that hasn't happened is going to have him in a Brock versus... That's Brock versus Kevin Owens. It's going to be a cheap out. <laughs> how about uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, let, let me think. Is, this, what, is there anything more unrealistic that won't happen? Yeah, I guess that's really it. Brock for, All right, if I can go with the pass. Maybe uh, maybe Blue Meanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Brock ties his both hands behind his back mm. and still wins. He'll still have five. Blue all right, I will go... Uh, Ronald Lloyd, great part two. Uh, my dream match has never happened... Someone correct me. I, it might have happened. 
I feel like the most overlooked dream match of all time is Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Never happened. It's a good one. Wow. Why is that not talked about all the time? Never happened. As the greatest... In my opinion... Not to, they give, never you, not to give you the middle finger. I don't even know what you're going to say. I don't know what you're going to say. Boom goes the dynamite. But I doubt it's going to outdo what I just said. Probably not. Like, you're probably going to say Goldberg versus Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> or Ryberg. Why did you steal my answers? <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw your notes on your wrist. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I covered them up. Well, Joe, what's yours? For the first part of the answer, the match I'd like to see is probably Hart versus HBK post Screwjob. Okay, I like we that. We never saw that. Present. Wow. I mean, after Vince McMahon reconciled everything, we never saw that match again. Right. Which would be incredible. Yeah, yeah he, mm. he put the spin on it. All right, all right, it makes it makes. How sense. about present? Present? Oh, damn. I'm on the point. Um, where we at presently? Damn. AJ Styles, which I love. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. All right, for my for my present, I'm going to go Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle. Okay, that's a good one. Oh. In my pa- I was thinking Kurt Angle. In my past... Man, Kurt Angle versus Rollins. Why do, why do no one say that? It's on the point, and you just had to think real quick. Rikishi cost me this match. <laughs> Stone Cold versus Triple H versus The Rock. That's good. Is that, yeah, I've never had He's got three people. Never happened. And we had another question as well. This is from Tyrell from Brooklyn again. Okay. He enjoyed... This is who was his first time listening to the show last week, so he told me about how much he appreciated the show. Damn, Tyrell, I love you too. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're on record as loving Tyrell from <laughs> last week. <laughs> All right, he said, with that being said, I think that this year SummerSlam is going to be the real big show and what WrestleMania 32 was supposed to be with guys like Seth Orton and Oops John Cena. <laughs> now does Tyrell have to throw a dollar? No, no, no. Yeah, that's Tyrell, you spoke them words. Tyrell, PayPal. Pull we'll out set them bread. He said, I, I, I meant who... I meant Knowing who, you, you would have skipped over that name. Pull out the chicken. I meant he who shall not be named coming back in the summer. Do you guys agree or disagree? That Ye- summer... Yes. I think they said last year they want SummerSlam to be on the same level as WrestleMania. And somebody, I think the masked man who used to write for Grantland, now Grantland's not there anymore, so I don't know who he writes for, he wrote that, that WrestleMania is the show for everyone, and SummerSlam is like the WrestleMania for the smart marks. So, yes. Ah, what, about the chance of it being that good? I mean, if I'm going to go off recent memory... SummerSlam last year was the only good WrestleMania or only good SummerSlam in what the last five years. Mm, I wouldn't say that compared to WrestleMania. No, no, just going over SummerSlam as a whole. If you would say it's a good show, would you say SummerSlam in the last five years has been a good show? Maybe the last two years. I don't know. But before yeah, that. I, I, I'm gonna go. The overall question is saying that he thinks SummerSlam, SummerSlam this year. Is it going to be know nothing about the card? No, be I'm gonna say no because we got a Hell in the Cell match with Shane McMahon doing a suicide dive into the 17th row of the crowd. No, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen in Mania, but I think uh, SummerSlam is not gonna. It's kind of, kind of a good prediction, know. though. I, I I like that prediction. I do too. I hope he does it on fire. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's gonna be on fire. 
I'm probably going to say no also, because WrestleMania is always built up to be the main card. And if the booking is crap now, booking can be crap then. I mean, we'll have more wrestlers back then. It, it, it could be possibility of being better. Tyrell, good. But ultimately, no. Tyrell, I wasn't here last week, but next week I'm here. I want a better question. It was a great question, Tyrell. That was great a good question. Yes or no? Great question, Where are you at? Uh, I think the match card may be better. I hope it's better. Because I think they dug with Shane. To get that match because they had to have something that have people excited. But like I said, Seth, like he said, Seth Rollins comes back. So imagine you might get that. We're shield. hoping you might hoping get. No, he'll be back. He'll be back for something. But you, we might get the Shield triple threat. You can get AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Now we're all you can get. Here. You can get Seth Rollins versus versus Triple H. It's all kinds of all kinds of different matches you can have. I really just want to see Seth Rollins. You can get AJ Styles. Going against the shovel, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can also get AJ Styles going against Eric Rowan. WWE booking. Say the matches will be better, and they. I'm when not sure. Eric Rowan goes over. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're going to make some of It'll be the kickoff match. I'm not sure they're going to I'm not sure they're going to make some of The winner, the winner so faces the U.S. champion. You get that because you did such a good I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to make some of them a four a four hour show again, but it has potential to be because of all the people coming back from injury. Right. I, I, I think the same thing. Last question. You don't think the same thing. Very not quick. A doctor either. <laughs> Very quick. This question is from someone who calls himself the ultimate Ronald Lloyd. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, he had a comment, but we're running out of time a little bit here, so I'll just ask the question. Still. Um, if you were a WWE superstar, what would be your entrance music? Eric? Now we're going to start with you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a WWE theme and a normal song. Well, my WWE theme will be My Time by Triple H. That was my, that was my favorite <laughs> song in WWE history. And if I had to go with a regular song, I'll go with... Hmm. I'm going to go with my favorite song of all time. Flavoring your ear, the remix. <laughs> Brand new flavor. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite song of all time. Yeah. Joe? I'm, the, I'm the wild one. I'm a real the wild, wild one. one. So that's Because your... I'm a wild one. <laughs> yeah, baby. I even got to walk. Because <laughs> I'm a wild one, baby. I'm going to answer it the same way. Is yours, is yours Air Force Ones? <laughs> <laughs> you got the Air Force One. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> I. Yeah. You know, I'll keep that as an honorable mention. My uh, my gear probably Jay's would be Air Force One, like Liv Morgan. I think she wrestles in all whites. But uh, if I used a actual WWE theme, it would be Shawn Michaels theme music. It only makes sense. If it wasn't that, I would say it would have to be edited. But uh, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. Oh, I wow. get behind that. Wow. Uh, for me, much like uh, Joe, I actually had a theme song when I was a wrestler named Madness back in the day. It was Machine Head by Bush. Don't really know what the song's about. I just like the, the guitar at the beginning. It's kind of what I liked it for, so that would be my... I was a wrestler at one time wow. named Madness, yes. Wow. The I consider myself the leader of Little Italy. I know somebody else thinks that, but I was the leader of Little Italy, the DX faction, if you will. Of the Seattle City Wrestling Association. Uh, shortly, as an addendum to our show, we're going to give you the first round of the March Mania bracket. 
Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we're glad to bring the show to you again this week for Aaron Lloyd, for Ek 2 Fly, Eric right. Trimbicki, for the absent Joe Rottermill. Oh, hey. I'm Ron Pashery, hey, hey, hey. columnist for TJRWrestling.net. We'll see you next week. Woo. Take care. Hey.